It's Saturday, March 5th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Russia and Ukraine agreed Saturday to open humanitarian corridors for evacuating civilians from the eastern Ukrainian cities of Maripol and Volnavaka, but the convoys remained stuck as Kyiv accused Moscow of refusing to provide security guarantees for the entire route. The corridors, which Ukrainian officials said would also be used to resupply the two cities with food, medicine, and other essentials, were to be the first tangible results of Thursday's talks between Russian and Ukrainian representatives in Belarus. Though the corridors were scheduled to open at 9 a.m. Kyiv time, Ukrainian officials said the convoys hadn't left Maripol. They also said Russia was moving troops closer to the city, abusing the agreed ceasefire. Some 200,000 residents of Maripol and 15,000 of Volnavaka are expected to use the corridors to leave the two cities. On the other side of the world, North Korea launched a suspected ballistic missile off its eastern coast on Saturday, according to South Korean and Japanese officials, as Pyongyang appeared to continue its recent spree of weapons activity. The missile was fired at 8.48 a.m. from the North's Sunan region, which is located just outside of Pyongyang. It had a steep trajectory, hitting an altitude of about 340 miles and traveling about 185 miles before splashing into the waters between the Korean Peninsula and Japan, according to an initial Tokyo assessment. The Saturday launch has flight data similar to that of a test on February 27th, with the missile being fired from the same Sunan region. According to Japanese Defense Minister Nobuo Kishi, the latest Korean missile test poses a threat to the peace and stability of the region and the international community. In other news, as it seeks to counter China's global influence and respond to Russia's aggression in Ukraine, the Biden administration is confronting strains in its relationship with India, one of its most vital Asian partnerships. Tension has surfaced since India declined this week to support a UN resolution condemning Russia's assault on Ukraine. President Biden later called out India among a handful of countries that abstained from the vote and U.S. lawmakers criticized India's decision during a hearing this week on U.S.-India relations. Many of my colleagues and I are puzzled by India's equivocation in the face of the biggest threat to democracy since World War II, Senator Chris Murphy said during the hearing Wednesday. India's UN ambassador, T.S. Tiramurti, said that India's first priority was securing safe passage from Ukraine for Indian nationals. About 2,000 Indians remain stranded in eastern Ukraine, including in Kharkiv, where some of the most intense fighting has occurred. Back in the U.S., the labor market is pivoting toward a post-pandemic world, with a steady stream of adults joining the labor force and employment approaching levels before COVID-19 began its rapid spread. Employers added 678,000 workers to their payrolls in February, the biggest gain in seven months, the Labor Department said Friday. The jobless rate fell to 3.8% from 4% a month earlier, edging closer to the 50-year low of 3.5% hit just before the pandemic. More than 300,000 people joined the workforce, and the ranks of those reporting being unable to work because of COVID-19 fell by 1.8 million. Economists warn that big threats still loom, including a sharp run-up on oil prices that could cramp household spending and affect the economic and labor market recovery. And the head of the UN nuclear watchdog met Saturday with Iranian officials 
as talks in Vienna over Tehran's tattered atomic deal with world powers appear to be reaching their end. Rafael Mariano Grossi of the International Atomic Energy Agency described his weekend visit to Tehran as a means to address outstanding questions as negotiators back in Europe appear to be reaching a deadline to see if the 2015 accord can be revived. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.